0: Welcome back to the Break It Down for Brackens podcast. I'm really pumped. Today we have Chris Anderson. Chris Anderson I've known for about seven or eight years now, and he's a resident of Jefferson County, West Virginia. He's been a hairstylist for 20 years and currently manages two hair salons. Chris, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Very honored to be here. Today we're going to talk about a topic I don't know too much about, um, but Chris has become quite popular on TikTok. So I think what we're going to do is start on some of the background information. And then I'm going to ask a bunch of questions about how he created his characters, which we'll learn about, and then maybe some best practices for people who might aspire to become popular on TikTok. How about that, Chris?
1: Sounds good to me. All
0: right, cool. Let's start with your background. Tell me about where you're from, where you grew up, family, all the important things. Let's hit that checklist before we jump into... Uh, character development
1: yeah um so honestly i am born and raised west virginian i'm very proud of that i grew up in martinsburg um my family my parents actually grew up in martinsburg as well i think third generations cool from that um I did moved. to um, my husband and I we moved to Charlestown. Oh my gosh, twenty years ago. Twenty years makes me feel so old right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're both old. Okay. Yeah. So we moved to Charlestown twenty years ago. Had an little apartment right on Main Street. That was um actually right above um the old mattress store. And then I think now it's um where to get kids. Yeah. 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 Lived right down there. Um, and then we bought a house. You know, we got it back in two thousand six during the bubble. And um. I guess that's kind of about it for me, you know,
0: that's cool. Uh, any kids?
1: Oh yeah. So we do have an 11 year old daughter who keeps reminding me that, well, I'm only a few months away from being 12. So I'm essentially 12.
0: Oh yeah. Just rounded up. Right. Exactly. Up. Okay. So I think everybody knows that TikToks has videos and there are always these short snippets. I don't really know how long I see a lot of them on, like on Instagram, the things that I watch, but, um, They can be sports, they can be cats, they can be something funny, they can be a recipe that you're making. They can be absolutely anything that somebody wants to film or narrate or whatever the case is. A lot of it's comedy, I think it's hilarious. But from what I understand, Chris has created um, characters. Take over from here, tell me about what, I guess when you got started on TikTok and then what inspired you to create the characters, and then at some point, tell us about the characters.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um. So just like the rest of the world, I got on TikTok during the pandemic when we were stuck at home and going crazy. And my daughter told me about this app that has these silly videos that you lip sync to pre-recorded audios. So I downloaded it and she and I, we made a couple of videos in the beginning. And then, you know, as you're going and you're scrolling, like I'm sure anyone that watches TikTok or even Instagram, kind of a similar platform, just different app, Um, you scroll through the videos, you know, and they can be anywhere from, they have to be at least three seconds to three minutes, which um, when it originally started, it was up to 30 seconds, you know, as it's become more popular and they've increased their server threshold, they have increased time limits up to three minutes now. Um, But finding a three minute video is a rarity on there, but we can get more into that later when we talk algorithm and how to be successful on the app. so I came across this one creator, um, her name is Diva Von Jester. She is an amazing cosplay makeup artist. And basically when I say cosplay makeup artist, it's where she basically has a persona that she created named Dolly, who is a clown, who just gets into all kinds of just silly antics using the pre-recorded audios on TikTok. And so it's just, you know, when you, and then the thing with TikTok is that it has a a very intelligent algorithm that watches what you watch because it categorizes everything how you even talked about how like there's comedy there's dancing there's music there's cooking there's makeup there's cosplay um, there's even like if you get into politics sports so it watches what you watch so if it sees that you're watching this style of video for more than halfway through it's going to show you more of those styles so, from because I was always intrigued by watching Diva Von Jester, I then started seeing other cosplayers and makeup artists. And, sure. And, you know, and there was one that Diva did one day um, that was basically said, if you've ever thought about giving cosplay a try, why not do it? What's it going to hurt? We as a cosplay community are here to support you. And I'm like, you know what, I think I'm going to do it. So I went on to Amazon, and I ordered some face paints and some brushes, and then they came, and I can remember the day that they arrived, I went and actually took her video, which um, she had said, you know, if you're thinking about it, go for it, give it a try. And I basically made what they call a duet, to where it's where TikTok will have her video on the screen, and then your video right next to it. And I basically filmed all of my supplies. And I was like, I think I'm going to do the jump. Get prepared. Within five hours of that, I was followed by about 100 new cosplayers. Wow. Because she was like, oh, my gosh, I am so excited. And so she started tagging other creators in that video for them to come support me when I finally did, like, the big release of the first character. Wow. And that's just kind of how it got started.
0: So – that was almost just serendipitous that you did a side-by-side video. Like You could have just filmed your stuff and said, I'm going to jump into cosplay. And it wouldn't have gotten nearly the traction. But because it was with the person and you were communicating with her. Right. Or, or, and
1: she herself had a pretty big following and she right. again was about supporting new people and up and that's coming. so cool yeah. yeah
0: but it was it's that connection that i bet maybe you don't think about so who who was the first character
1: so the first character that i came up with his name was brock and kind of like where it kind of came out of was honestly i was talking with my daughter who you know said so what should we do and she's like oh you should do your face like half bricks and Pricks. make it like a mask yeah and i'm like okay well what's his persona going to be she's like well if he needs to be supportive and uplifting you know which to me that kind of fits into me as a person that is my true self you know mm-hmm. even with my job in the salon i'm all about growing supporting and encouraging stylists in their career you know so yeah. i'm like all right this sounds like a great idea and so we came up with taking the i and making it o and that's where the name brock came from oh that's, uh, that's clever yeah, and it's so funny when I go back and look at the original videos on what a hot mess it was. Sure. Oh, my gosh. It's it's just, it's really bad. And I'm like, and I thought I was looking good, you know, because <laughs> I was just like, you know, line work wasn't precise, you know, and, you know, it's funny. In the beginning, you do a lot of the editing, what you call it. Like, we're using all the effects and the filters and stuff. Sure. And I said, you know, I think I did so much of that Because I was hiding how bad I knew it looked subconsciously. Oh, you know, because now I don't use filters at all. You know, I do add some effects for dramaticness, but I don't. I don't do a lot of editing to them besides slicing for transitions and so forth.
0: Sure. So then, Brock. How long did Brock exist before you started to branch into other directions?
1: um i probably did brock for about two three months before you know just kind of get getting comfortable on how to do the videos how to kind of plan what they call transitions where you start one way in the beginning of the video and then halfway through you change you know with that
0: what would he change to well
1: it would it would start out actually with me as myself Uh and then i would change into brock oh so like a transition into that's really neat into the character yeah so getting comfortable with that and then i'm like you know what let's try a vampire vampires are pretty easy well hold
0: on i was going to ask you Brock, was there, was it just transition type videos or was it, was there any like narrative? Was, was there, was a a storyline to what Brock was doing? I don't really
1: had, not at that point. It was just really more about, honestly songs that i liked i would lip sync to those that's right okay that
0: was back when it was lip syncing almost yes primarily primarily
1: yeah and then it got into where like you know there was um, a couple videos where it was like oprah speaking just it was all about encouragement so i would use those kind of audios so okay i see i see
0: where it went then right
1: so so that persona has always been a part of brock and i think that's why he is so close to my heart and he's the one that like when I kind of get in that creative funk and mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, let me just do Brock because he always – he brings back that original joy from when I first started doing it. That's special. That's really yeah. good. and that's honestly – that's why he's on like my merchandise and stuff because that's my first character. He's who I'm the most comfortable with and he's I think the most my true self.
0: That's really neat. Yeah. That's really neat. Um, So then where the second idea for another character come out?
1: just because it's like you know you want to have your main one but then you want to try other ones to honestly push your skill set mm-hmm. so i'm like all right well because it's
0: the, the makeup skill set yes the makeup
1: okay. skill set and honestly at that time you know when i would paint up brock it would take me probably about an hour and a half to two hours to do mm-hmm. um, because he was basically red and white which you can't mix the two you have to because the minute those two colors touch it creates pink. Yeah, they bleed. And when you're dealing with grease paints and body oils, it's you can't recover from it. Yeah. Um so I was like, well let me do something a little simpler. So let me do a vampire. So I did a vampire, um I think his name what was his name? Axel was his name. Okay. Because very much you just go in with like some deep you know, using like shading through to make your, your cheeks look drawn in. Okay. Get some temporary things that you put on with fixed dent Right. And then darken circles around your eyes. So it's really easy to do. Um I just didn't have as much fun with him. So I he was a maybe a two up and then he was gone. I just Okay. He wasn't as much fun. And then um I met a creator actually in from the Netherlands whose name was, um, her screen name is Lady Scorpio 1976, and she did a lot with skulls. And so that's where, you know, talking with her on, all right, well, how do you do it? What are you using? How do you do your shading? Well, learning from her we came up with my next persona which was skin which was actually named by my followers at the time oh cool so what i did was i came up with the design of the concept i did a video with him I'm like all right y'all i need help naming him so then i had them all put in their names and basically i picked the five that i liked the most and then i made a video from those five and i said vote which one you all like the best in skins the one that won
0: that's really neat yeah but Let, let's go back for a second though like so what how popular did Brick get?
1: So, I mean, he didn't really gain much traction. I mean, I definitely just grew just because of being new in the cosplay community. And, okay. you know, basically you know, knowing that I was new, other creators were like, oh my gosh, check out this new creator, check out this new creator. Um, one thing that really kind of pushed me forward was because of the confidence that I gained from the Brock character having the makeup. I really jumped on one really popular trend at the time, which is what's called the This Is Me video, mm-hmm. which uses the audio from The um, oh, The Greatest Showman. Uh-huh. And you basically use this song to tell your story about where you've come as a person. And then there's a certain point to where you basically shift into a black and white screen. And this is probably where I'm going to get emotional because even when I watch the video, I get emotional now. Wow you wear all of the hateful things people have ever said to you painted all over your body and you wipe them off
0: i think i remember seeing that
1: <laughs> so and that is probably the one video that's what kind of put me on the mark you know and i can remember when i did the video it was, I was powerful sh- I was very powerful i was shaking when i was done posting it and um and i it was on a saturday afternoon i posted it then i went about my day And I was actually planning to go to a friend's house that evening, just to kind of chill out, have what we call happy hour play date, where the adults have happy hour and the kids have a play date. Um, And about two hours after I posted it, my friend, she texted me, and she's like, oh my gosh, my daughters are like going ape over your video. It already has like 3,000 views. And I'm like, what? And with TikTok, it's all about the views and the likes. That's just how TikTok, you know, the more likes you get, the more it puts it out there for people to see. So I go on to it and I open it. At that point, I think it was up at 5,000 views. I had, I couldn't even tell you how many comments that I had from people um, because I went into it about being skinny, about being gay and all the nasty things that people tell me, you know, and that have that been said to me. And I think the biggest one was when I did have, the really negative homosexual term across my forehead which I'm not gonna put it out there Sure. you know so um and it was just I was just floored I mean during this video I got followed by Rosie O'Donnell I got followed by Reese Witherspoon um it was just crazy how much it connected to people and over that next three days I gained about 5,000 followers Wow. so it was very very overnight one video did it. It was which a is,
0: very powerful video. Yeah. I mean, so I, mean, I can see why.
1: Yeah. And that's kind of how it works with TikTok. You, you can do your thing as much as you want. And then there's one video that connects with a broad and it just goes, you know, viral, yeah. you know, which to me, I still say that one's mini viral, which still, but in that moment, it feels viral. It's viral. Yeah. And in in that moment, I can remember just like, I actually had to turn TikTok notifications off of my phone because it was going off so much. That's amazing. That's amazing. So after, what was that one called again? It's called the,
0: this is me. This is me after the, this is me. What was the, uh, what was the next character? I mean, you must've been super inspired.
1: Yeah. So after that one, um, Well, that's when I kind of got more skilled at doing the Brock makeup. And I kind of upgraded him to what's called steampunk, which is a style of cosplay Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of brought from Mad Max. Yeah. So it's where you become more of a fighter defender. So that was where he kind of became more direct in like the audios that I was looking at. You know, it would still be that uplifting support, but it's also don't mess with my friends or I'm coming for you.
0: like that
1: you know so that's kind of where his persona went at that point um
0: is he still called brock
1: yeah he's still brock he will always be brock gotcha you know he just he's evolved upgraded he's upgraded and what i love about brock too is because now i've become much more proficient in the makeup and i've you know changed brands i don't use grease paint for him anymore i use water-based so you can do more kind of overlapping of colors without them bleeding into each other and i've done special editions of him to where. um I'll change up the colors. Like for, for Gay Pride Month, I'll do a rainbow Brock. Uh-huh. So where his face becomes rainbow instead that's, of just red. Sure. Um, I've done one actually for a little boy from England that was getting ready to have a heart transplant. He loves cosplay and loves Superman. So us cosplayers, we kind of all united together. And basically we turned TikTok, the cosplay side of TikTok, into Superman colors of red, blue, and yellow. So I made Brock red, blue, and yellow instead of red and white. Oh, that's slick. Yeah. It's, so, really, it's
0: really creative. I mean, you've got a good mind. It sounds like you have a lot of insp- inspiration around you too inside yes. the TikTok community.
1: Oh, yeah. The the creators, they really support each other, you know, wholeheartedly. And like, it's been funny to me with TikTok. It's been the first social media app that I've ever been on to where it I felt the internationalist's internationalness of it. Yeah. I guess you say be, internationalists. Like, internationalness of it. This, yep. Yeah. Okay. Because it's like, you know, cuz I mean, I've been on Facebook, I've been on Instagram, I use them for work. But your primary exposure is still your local population, mm-hmm. you know. Um, whereas a TikTok here now, I'm meeting creators in England and Holland and Spain and Australia and Germany you know so in really connecting with them through like when they're going their live broadcast and chatting with them and they you know just those conversations there and then when you get to go live and people are coming into your live you know so and you connect that way
0: that's really it's really in depth too it's more it's a lot more in depth i think i was approaching it from more from a surface level where you're just kind of scrolling through the short videos and whatnot um, so how many characters are there totally? Who are we
1: missing? So the only one that I really haven't, and I forgot to mention this one, was Afterglow. This is one that's everyone's favorite. So with Afterglow, he is my UV demon character.
0: That's the one that I have in my head for some reason.
1: Yes, and that's the one that everyone loves. Um, he was one that um, I came up with um, through help with a creator from Australia called um, The Panda Effect. He is an amazing UV paint Um, UV body paint artist. UV, okay. So you're working into ultraviolet paints. So it's a very, very different technique because, as we all know, with black lights, because you use a black light for it. Right. What the color looks like under natural light and UV light are two totally different things. Right. So it's a lot of back and forth when you're painting, you know. That's
0: that's really cool. And what um, we definitely want to do is set up the links inside the show notes for how they can go and see your your characters yeah awesome well you have a beard right now i do so how does that affect your makeup artistry
1: so honestly it doesn't affect it at all because especially when i go in like with the cosplay it's i incorporate i just don't go below the beard now with like um afterglow because he's in he's in uv i just paint the uv paint through my beard with a toothbrush
0: okay that's so that just means that now brick has a beard in this season i see okay Yep. Yeah. So it's, it's it's it can really just flow any way you want to. You can especially yeah.
1: when you're in like because what like with cosplay for me, I don't get into like recreating Superman or Spider Man or characters like these are what we call OC cosplay, which are our original characters. Okay. So they're however I want them to be. I see. Wow, that's
0: great. So we've named all the characters then.
1: I think that's it. Yep, those are all the characters that I have.
0: Nice. And right now, the most popular one that you like to do is
1: well, the one that I like to do the most is Brock because he's the easiest. You know, but I will say my most popular. Oh, you know, I did forget one of them actually um, is Afterglow. He's probably my most popular, and I think again because he's the UV. Right. Um, But I don't do him very often because work. it takes about three and a half to four hours to do. Um, because there are prosthetics involved that get glued on and you have to let them dry. And then doing the UV paint, and especially for me, like I can't do, I can't put contacts in my eyes after painting because my eyes water so much. And I do use UV activated contacts for him. Right. So, but once the contacts go in, I can't quite see detail as well. So it's glasses on, glasses off. So it's a lot of, yeah. just it takes a lot of time and a lot of fine tuning and cleaning up after it's done. So
0: this is good. This is really good. So how would one, if you were going to encourage somebody or somebody who's listening that one to hear maybe what your top two tips are for somebody who wants to become more popular on TikTok or Instagram or anything like that?
1: Yeah. So I think the biggest thing for me is, always, and I always say this even like when I'm talking to creators that are kind of like, say they're in a funk or whatnot. First off, have fun. You have to have fun with it. If it gets to where it's not fun anymore, then take a break. And that's okay, you know? Um, And also for me, like, don't pay attention to the numbers. Don't pay attention to how many views you're getting and how many followers you have. As long as you're doing it and you're having fun, that energy feeds through and people will be drawn to you for that, you know? Now, do I celebrate the numbers? Absolutely. Um, like right now, I actually have – I'm getting ready to hit you – know, I'm very close to hitting the 10000 mark, wow. which in TikTok world, that's kind of a big deal because once you hit 10000 that's where you get into what's called the creator's fund uh-huh. or eligible for the creator's fund. And basically what that means is that's when TikTok pays you per view. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So that's where you – that's when like, you say you've made it. Uh is when you hit the 10k so that's kind of like the big mark because the first one is to hit a thousand because at a thousand you can go live i see so then after a thousand the big one is ten thousand and that's when you get into where you can do creator's fund if you choose to and then and after that the next one is honestly for me it'd be every multiple after that because it's just because it's showing that you're growing people are following you you know and it gives you more exposure
0: so the tips would be to...
1: Have fun. Have fun. And don't watch the numbers. Don't if, watch the numbers. Don't yeah. watch the numbers. Okay,
0: so those... My podcast is my art. That's why there's no set schedule. It's not every Tuesday we drop a new one. It's it's based on my mood. Right. And then on the guests that I want to talk to is availability and schedule. And the last time I did this, I I literally lost my memory card. So I had to like cancel a whole bunch of them. It was just annoying. But... I don't look at the numbers. I know it's shared all across all the all the whatever's, right? Mm-hmm. But I right here the relationship, talking to you, learning it firsthand as a primary from the primary source, that is where the experience ends for me. I just produce it on a computer in case anybody like you mom, I know you're listening, like it's for my mom and it's for anybody who's interested or wants to hear you I love to listening
1: to the podcast.
0: I'm, I'm so happy you do. And I never know who does. And I, I've heard how it's changed some people's perspectives on things. It's it's created some business partnerships out there. I'm, I'm really happy for what it's done. But I'm not involved in any of the receiving of the numbers. Mm-hmm. And that's important. If, if you do something to build numbers, you'll probably be disappointed. But if you do something for your passion and you just do it because you love to do it because it's fun… Right. Then that flows into numbers eventually, maybe. Right. Great. So speaking of numbers, how are you moving this into a
1: uh, financial situation? So, and that's where it kind of comes in for, you know, the confidence that I got from Cosplay Makeup. I merged into what's more of what they call the makeup enthusiast slash artist side of it, which is you're getting into more kind of standard glam makeup. Um so from that you know Wait 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 wait.
0: wait. Oh yeah that's standard what, glam means
1: like just big bold eyeshadows makeup contouring highlights you know what people like you know what your average person wears every day. Okay. But taking that to a more eye popping loud loud dramatic effect you know and just showing you know again how crazy contour can do to change the shape of your face okay just by putting dark here light here and then bright around here or you know kind of where like for me my nose is off center so i've learned how to use contouring to make it look center in a picture Hmm. okay because you learn how to move the what our eye sees by creating lights and darks on the faces
0: okay so you're becoming a creator with makeup. Yes. As you you were talking about how you were gonna uh, turn it into a business, or, yeah, so or taking into a
1: brand. So where that comes from is you build a relationship with cosmetic companies, um, and usually it starts when you get what's called PR, which is where they send you free products, and you basically. It's either they can send you free products, or it might be to where they'll be like, "Hey, we're going to send you these products, and then here's what we call your discount code." So then, like for me, like I have a relationship with um, Snarls Box, which is a makeup like distributor box company. Um, where they make personalized makeup boxes that you basically you pay them 100 bucks they send you 100 dollars worth of makeup that to try new things or things like that so basically if you go to snorkelsbox.com you place an order i give you a discount code which is my username you get five dollars off and then they give me a nice little boost yeah okay you know so it's where you you get those relationships um or you can or it could be like we're going to send you free products do us some videos to promote our products or sometimes they'll be like, hey, we're gonna pay you $200 to create us five videos using this makeup palette, using this shadows or these lips or these contours or these highlighters. It just depends on what really should you get with the, the brand. Um, or it could be like where um, they will call you and be like, hey, we want to do what's called a collaboration on an eyeshadow palette with you. So then you meet and you talk and you talk numbers and you basically make part of the profit off of that makeup collection wow so that's kind of where the bigger money comes from because like tiktok yes does it pay it does but it's honestly the lowest paying platform of all the social media outlets
0: okay Hmm. and then do you do makeup for people like for parties or anything like that so
1: i do not you know, honestly, for me, again, it's fun. This okay. isn't work. All right. This is fun. It's art. I'm not saying that, like, if Jenny called up, hey, I've got a special can you. Come do my makeup. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I just, for me, it's not my business. Hair is my business. Hair is what pays my bills. TikTok is my fun and my art. Buddy, I was
0: thinking for me, just so you know, I have a particular clown I want to be for Halloween. And I'm not asking you to, but... I'll definitely stop in to get some pointers on how to put something somewhere to make it look more like a uh, – it's kind of just a grumpy clown. But I like – because it works with the beard. That's what's crucial is having a clown look that works with a big beard. Right, exactly. And I found it and I just never – I've been too nervous to pull off the, the makeup. But it, I'm just saying that was for me, people. That would that be so me. much fun.
1: <laughs> that would make that would make a great podcast. If you, are you still doing the video ones? I from time to time,
0: it has to do with my spirit and my
1: bandwidth. You know. Well, we could always do it on my TikTok live.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, that'd be cool.
1: That would be cool. Yeah.
0: Um. So. How else can you find ways? Can you do like um what's that what's that system where people do they they do the birthday videos hey happy birthday from
1: right yeah where it's like what do they call it cameo yeah, cameo yeah yeah the cameo and i'm sure that you definitely could get into that i know that that's a whole separate platform you'd have to set up for i don't think i'm up to that celebrity status yet don't no think... bro you never know <laughs> if
0: you're if you're getting into the cosplay thing I assume... right
1: and i will say it is crazy to me there's been a few times where like i'll pop into someone's live like when they're doing a live broadcast and, and cause like when you're on live it, there's a little thing that tells you so-and-so joined, so-and-so joined. And there's been a few times where I've popped in and a person's been like, oh my God, cosplay dad is here. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe he's in my life. Oh my God. I love you. And I'm like, oh my God, that's what we call it, they're, they're fangirling me. And I'm like.
0: That's hilarious. That's really great. Yeah. That's really, it's really, it's a really great feeling when you, you weren't expecting anything. You're just like, I was here to watch. And right. Exactly. That's really, that's, that's really sweet. Um, what else would you like me to know
1: about the TikTok cosplay phenomenon? I don't know. I think really, I think the biggest part of it is that I can remember when I first got started on it, I didn't talk about it. You didn't tell anybody? I didn't tell anybody. Like my, like my inner circle people knew. Sure. You know, but, um, because there's just so much, oh, it's social media. Oh, it's TikTok, you know, whereas like I guess like Facebook and Instagram are the more kind of everyone does them, you know, and again, it's kind of more where TikTok is more of like that surface scrolling, right? you know, so, and it's, and I think it's when they think it's just all silliness, you know, and you can use it for so many different avenues. I know a lot of the makeup artists use it for social activism. Sure. You know, but still taking the makeup avenue, you know, as their form of expression. Because to me, it's art. Yeah. It's just it happens to be instead of paint on a canvas, which I can't paint a straight line on paper, but you give me my body, and I can make magical stuff happen just with paint. And it's just crazy to me.
0: What about um, conventions or you know cosplay? The cons. Yeah. So
1: I mean, definitely. um, I haven't been to one yet, um, but. I do have plans to go to one, and it, a lot of TikTok like TikTok groups, they'll meet up at the cons together. Of course, you know I know the big one is actually um, the Mega Con in Birmingham, England. That's the big one. That like I mean, there was probably at least a hundred that I personally can say I know that person. They all met up. I was so jealous.
0: That sounds fun. I mean, that there you could kind of build your brand. You wouldn't have to have a booth, but if you had like. Thousand business cards that were hard stock and it had your QR code on there, or whatever it is that they zip you over to that, right? Or you can, or you. And then I've seen it where you just turn your phone on; they can scan it, yeah, right hello, off the hi. phone, and hello, then it,
1: hi. boom, it's right there.
0: Yeah, and then they see they see your thing. That'd be a great way, one, to promote your brand, but also to create those collabs because I see collaborations happening. And I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, they know each other, or or whatever in my head, but. Then right. I realized it kind of made sense that they would know each other because they're in a lot of videos together. <clears throat> but I i mean, I think I can definitely see how it could be a production brand building business. I don't see how the money's made yet in my head, but I, I'm, I'm all for it. I mean, I think, it's, I think it's a great path.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like I know like there's some creators when they get into it, Twitter- they're the millions of followers, Mm -hmm. you know, basically how TikTok pays you is you're paid. I think it's one cent per 10,000 views that you get. (laughs) That's why I say it's a super low, but if you're putting out five videos a day, each of them are getting five, six million views. That's where you're getting your money. And then again, you're getting paid by brands to promote their products. Right. I've seen that too. Yeah.
0: Well, good. I hope you have aspirations to continue having fun.
1: But I mean, to also, me, it's always all about the fun. Yeah,
0: but that also, if you get paid, if you find a way to make either money to pay bills or seed money for the next venture or the next intense sort of character or a helper to help you with your... You pay help to help do all the stuff. Right. The, the videoing or the... The move. I don't even know. I'm just saying. If you made money, you could make it better. Like this podcast doesn't make money, but if it did, or if there was made of money through some sort of influence, we get a nicer board, or we get nicer cranes here, or got the nice chairs, or a little studio. The more money that can come in, the better it can make the art, which really just makes me feel better inside. So.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I can remember when I first started, I literally had my camera that I took in like tied, because I had a a ring on the back of my phone, and I tied yarn around that, took a stand lamp from the the living room, took the shade off of it, hung that on there, and that was how I got my studio lighting for my videos at the top of my stairs. Now I have a backdrop that it's kind of funny that I do my filming in my bathroom because oh. it's it's the only room I can completely black out.
0: That makes sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, and like, you know,
0: I was going to ask you, how do you get it so black in the background?
1: Yeah. So it's basically, it's a black backdrop that's actually hung over my shower curtain. Yeah. And then and I, when I started, like I said, I had that light. Then I got my first ring light that was like eight inches mm-hmm. wide. Now I have a 24 inch ring light that does different tonalities. You can have it super, super white, super, super yellow, kind of in between dark light. There's a lot of variations you can do with it now. Um, You know, and then just, again, getting like with my black light, I started with just like a black light light bulb. Now I have an LED board that is, you know, a light, the black light. Or I've got one that is basically like a um, photo studio that has like the big silver square that sits on, that reflects that light even more without putting out too much light because it's reflecting off of silver. Let
0: me ask you this. Is there a way to sell one of your characters to a company where you use, Brock has its own line of makeup? Is that a thing?
1: So I wouldn't say that I would sell that character to them. Like it's basically like, I will say right now I am kind of in the meetings with a, a makeup company. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so um, I've been, been in that process. Actually, this just kind of started two weeks ago. So it's been a fun thing. Um, they're in, but with this company, like, they're not going after the whole Brock aspect of it. It's more of me personally. Okay. So, and then, but I but I have full creative outlet in this. So I could take this palette and collection to do... Whatever I wanted with it. Um, am I going the Brock route? No, I'm not. So that one, because it's, it's kind of pulling where I'm looking, I'll say, what's going to sell? You know, going yeah. about it from a smart business aspect of it, you know? Um, not saying that maybe down the line, if this palette goes well, I might make a Brock palette or a Jack of Spades palette or an Afterglow palette, you know, just to kind of build upon the foundation.
0: Mm-hmm. quotes and foundation right i thought that was good that was, I was almost as good as the dad joke you're about to give me right <laughs> right so anyways the well i like it I, I look forward to learning more about what's going on and in the show notes we will have the links to see the characters and the videos um and the this is me video so it's so powerful it's so good
1: and it's funny to me too, like when I look back at that one again, like, granted, I get emotional about it, but it's like at how bad the editing is.
0: <laughs> no one's going to judge you. Right. Judge It's judgment free. Yeah.
1: Well, and I will say I'm probably going to be redoing that one again. So, cause it's one of the things where you take your ones that you did early on that meant so much to you, but like now you've improved. So you remake them, you know? Awesome. That was probably my most fun video that I did last year was when I redid all of my early Brock videos with the uh, updated Brock look.
0: What are some characters that you'd like to give shout-outs to that really inspired
1: you along the way? So, as I which have respect to, Diva Von Jester. Right. She is She's my TikTok mom. Is that I'm... just
0: Does she just have one
1: character? So she, she has um, – well, she has a couple of them, probably at least – I mean, quite, actually quite a lot of them. Okay. But Dolly is her big one. I got you. And then um, her other one that she has is the Queen of Hearts, which is where my Jack of, Jack of, Spades. Where Jack of Spades came from. Right. That was actually from a big collab- collaborative project she created called the Wonderland Circus. Hmm. That was um, There was about 300 of us in it all over the world where we all kind of linked under the storyline of we were from the Alice in Wonderland story, enslaved by the Queen of Hearts at a circus so wow. and he's my most fun character to do because he's a troublemaker because i can remember back in the day when um abc did the alice in wonderland story and they made like the mini series out that had all the big movie stars at the time i don't know if you remember that or not i do yes yes well the jack of spades is who stole the queen's tarts i don't remember that yeah okay. i i like i've watched that movie <laughs> you know, i lo- like it's one of those movies that's near and dear i watch it at least probably twice a year so It's so neat how you've created the personalities around the characters. That's, that's... Yeah. So he's my troublemaker. And so and he's also obsessed with the Queen of Hearts. Like he's like like he loves her, he would do anything for her, but he's also getting in trouble and stealing her stuff all the time. And like we've done Crazy answers where, like, I've stolen her crown and ran with it, you know. Oh wow. So
0: Well, who else, um who I'm and I'm I'm saying this because if there's anybody listening who's into cosplay they might want to know who else they should look at.
1: Yeah. So other creators to look for um, in cosplay, is, um, there is um, – oh, my gosh. They're called The Faded Line. He's an amazing content creator out of Canada, um, and he's actually like – You search
0: him as The Faded Line? Yeah, The Faded okay.
1: Line. Um, and I will say it's actually The Faded Line underscore, I believe, because his original account just got actually what called thanos where basically TikTok deleted it. Crazy. Um, and that is one thing that is kind of the, the the sad side of the cosplay community on TikTok is because a lot of times they are doing skeletons and skulls, makeup-wise. They get a lot of reporting from people that aren't really understanding the whole point of it and what sure. they're behind. So he got reported so much that um, his count got thanos gone. Um, another great one is um, Camilla Severin. She is from, I think... Denmark is where she's from. She's just, she's fun. She's sassy and silly. Um, Lady Scorpio, 1976. She's from Holland. She's amazing. Um, there's the Panda effect. He's from Australia. Um, any of other ones for like the cosplay side of it? I don't think
0: we've said yours
1: yet oh yeah well mine so mine is wv cosplay dad is where i came up with my name um which is just funny to me because everyone's like what's the wv stand for because this is an international platform you know and i'm like oh that means west virginia well then they start going into singing country roads of course every single time (laughs) yeah well that is that's good all right chris well i
0: think we covered everything is there anything else you wanted to share
1: I mean, not really. Nothing I could think of. I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm so honored to be here today, Kevin. You have no idea. Like, I, I really appreciate this. I'm
0: really glad you, you got, you pushed it forward because we had some delays there last week, and I'm glad we got you in because I knew this was something I wanted to learn about. I knew you'd be able to kind of break it down for me to a simple levels, and I, I feel like I've got a pretty good grasp on it. So thanks for being on the podcast. Today's conversation was brought to you by Bracken's Painting. You can find information about Brackens Painting at www.brackenspainting.com for all of your residential and commercial painting needs. Give Brackens a call.